<sighs> I'm in my killer pants. Welcome everyone to another exciting episode of Gamer Pants, where it's actually episode nine. I'm your host, Eno, joined by uh, Mitsuki over here, who's checked out, apparently. Long day, or long week, I guess. Hi, Mitsuki. Uh, you wouldn't know the half of it. All right, Six we don't really care. But we're also joined by Junior, who is currently yeah. feeling less than himself. Excited. Yes, he. We we were here waiting for about fifteen minutes for him to join the call, but he was waiting for us to send the link for the, the recording. Link. Yes, you put oh, the Jesus. link underneath a link. <laughs> and last but not least, our resident Mac Daddy cultist. I could have said that myself. I no, I am going to exclusively introduce you as our Mac Daddy. Yes. No. Yes. Speaking of which, any new games for Mac? That's a trick question. There was never any new games. <laughs> you know back. what? Remind <laughs> me when I'm editing this. Remind me to make some kind of jingle or something for Mac that he says. Okay. Oh, Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ! We will uh, add this. Right. We will make a Mac that he says. Um, yes. Section, someday or another, eventually, <laughs> maybe by episode fifty or something. Maybe for a time. Right. You never know. You'd be surprised. Maybe for our first year anniversary. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm down. That's actually coming up um, because we did take a whole six month break or something. But I mean, that is we true. don't want to talk about that, do we? No. Yeah. No. But anyways, guys, how y'all doing? Aside from uh, doing I'm sure? doing good. Uh, yeah. Oh, we got to talk about Pokemon. Yeah, always talk about Pokemon. Look, today all I have all all I have on my docket here is I want to talk about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's 14 minute trailer. Okay, even mm-hmm. though I don't want to talk about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet anymore, but there was some cool stuff. I have that. Yeah, I have that. Some cool information from CDPR, and I briefly want to discuss the Mario movie trailer. Oh yeah, the uh, Brian finished okay. Cyberpunk. I don't know if Brian finished Cyberpunk, but you know what? We can most definitely talk about Cyberpunk in our second section um, with or without Coltis knowing if he wants to mute us, he can mute us. If he wants spoilers, we're going to spoil it anyways. Look, I've already spoiled myself way too many times with TikTok. And everyone died. There you go. He doesn't care. So we can just go ahead and talk about it. Great. Good news, guys. Good news. I wish I established this sooner. Two weeks of two weeks of um, saying we want to talk about cyberpunk have yeah. finally led to this moment. We're we're done well, waiting. I do want to start off with some Pokemon Scarlet. So apparently, according to uh, um, some leaks, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet leak suggests that the Pokedex has less than half of the total Pokemon. Okay, interesting. And that kind of scares me a little bit. 
Because to me, is it Pokemon the... isn't like Padela has less than half of the total Pokemon, which means that the Padela Pokedex probably has something like 50, 55 Pokemon, and then the rest are national decks Pokemon, which kind of scales me because it's essentially saying that, yeah, there's a couple of new Pokemon, but generally you're going to be playing the same Pokemon game. Are you sure they didn't mean... Me... Are you sure they didn't mean that they have half of the national decks? <sighs> what it's saying is... It will feature less than half the total Pokemon will come from Padela. That's kind of interesting, uh, you know, coming that they have, uh, or being that they, they've showed us like half of 50 already. Showed us like, to what, 10 new Pokemon or something? It's 297 plus 103 and then an additional 40. So we can assume that the 40 Pokemon are legendaries. And then with this, we can assume that 103 are going to be the Padela Pokemon. Now, again, this is all hearsay, though, right? It's coming from a semi-reputable source. It's not, like, fully, but there have been leaks from this person before. So it's kind of like we may not know, we may not. I personally try not to follow leaks. It's by themselves. Yeah, I, yeah. I really don't care. So, I mean, I guess we just... You know, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, yeah, I mean, but well, if no. there really is a hundred three Pokemon, I'm kind of upset about that. I mean, it doesn't always have to be a hundred, right? As long as the game's good, I guess I don't really care how many add, how many they add, right? I'll say yeah, yeah. Because I mean, new Pokemon are great and all, but I'm gonna say it's gonna suck if they put a lot of them in DLC, which is like, come on. But how many times do they actually add like Pokemon as far as like uh? As normal Pokemon that are not legendary as DLC? Uh, fucking not very much. I mean, this, let's look at Pokemon Sword and Shield. You had what? Galarian Slowbro, Galarian Slowking, Galarian mm -hmm. Slowpoke, Slowbro, and then what? A couple of Ordo Galarians? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't get the DLC for, for Pokemon. There were 200 Pokemon added. Okay. With the mm. DLC. But I mean, they're all older Pokemon, right? So, like, I'm guessing what the issue is, are they going to be only 50 new Pokemon, which is kind of weird. But maybe that's their new thing. Maybe they're going to... They're running out of ideas. So instead of having to do 100 from here on out, then, you know, they'll just add 50. Yeah, but I'm just upset about it because, to me, the fun part of Pokemon is the new Pokemon and finding the things you love there. But it's got to catch it, catch them all. So eventually. I know you can say it's got to catch them all. But in my opinion, it was always about finding your favorite Pokemon. Not all got to catch them all. Maybe some people subscribe to that theory. But I think it's more common. People like to find their niches. Like how I ran an entire fairy team for all of Pokemon X. Because I love my fairy types. You would run a whole team of Fairy Pokemon. You would run a team of fairy types and give them all poison moves, in all honesty? Yes. No, they, it was five fairies <laughs> and said ninja. Damn. Why should ninja? I love said ninja. Why? What? It's literally the little bug who could. It has one HP and has a gimmick. It's literally, if you lose to me with this Pokemon, you are trash. <laughs> but, like, you had a theme. 
I know, but Sheninja's the one that catches everyone off guard. So you're the one who sends in the tactical no. Sheninja. <laughs> <laughs> the tactical Sheninja to win the game. Beautiful. I, I'm, I assume you enjoyed the Sheninja raid battle. <laughs> yes. I enjoyed all my all the Sheninja tech and Sheninja gimmicks people do. I love them all. All right, so I guess that's not necessarily news, but speculation. But it's okay because um, I mean we could talk about a uh, raft. Yeah, Raph. So, so I guess fully going into diving right into the Pokemon thing, aren't we? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's talk about that 14 minute trailer. I mean, did anyone watch that? I know. I think both Junior and Colt probably did, watched. I did, and it. I will say I. Felt it was a little boring. Kind of. I watched it. I watched it on my way to school. It was it. it you watched it on me. your wait, wait, hold on. You watched it on your way to <laughs> on his way on to, my school. Way to school. Don't Ryan, that drive very and watch bad. Pokemon, guys. No, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't watch it. I listened to the audio. Also, I stopped at a McDonald's on the way, so like. Oh yeah. Yes. <sighs> I will say, the school aspect of Pokemon had caught me off guard. Why? Like, the fact that they're in the school. I mean, well, that, that's that been known for a while, right? But No, yeah, but like, well, how I do you know. justify the villain team being like a literal group of bullies? I think I've mentioned this before. Why would a school keep a group of kids known to, li- bu- to bully? Well, maybe they only do it when no, the teacher's not looking. But, like, they have their own, like, hideouts in, like, junkyards. Why do they do it? I mean... Like, I, why I, do, they, why do these know. kids hang out in this specific section? At I this mean, this is the time? same plot device, like, when you're asking at sorting games, like, why did Sylvanas betray the Horde like she did? Or why is this allowed? Or why is that allowed? It's not really. Hold on, Mitsuki. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me stop you before uh-huh. we go any further. Hey, Junior and Cultus, who's Sylvanas? Huh? You need a better metaphor, Mitsuki. They don't understand uh-huh. it. I think it's just you and I. Okay. I, I I'm think... so, I hold on, hold have... on. I'm a... hold it's related to the Zerg, right? Isn't it? Zerg? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh... Kara again. Yes. Okay, I, I'm sorry, viewers. We have kids. You know? <laughs> Both of you. Uh, okay. I'm used to it. Let me put it this way. This is like saying Vegeta is a hero. He wasn't a hero ever until, like, fucking the end of Dragon Ball Z uh, Boo Saga, where he finally admitted that he was all that. Like, that is literally the same thing. I guess you could say it, that maybe they... Uh, aren't really bullies in class and shit, and the teachers don't know. Kind of like how Goku never knew that. Ah, I don't know. Fuck, man. But, like, the reason I say this is because, like, they make it... Again, they they have three stories, and it's like, they all have to be at least somewhat good. Am I right? Like... Yeah. You. It's Pokemon, isn't it? We're just going to accept it for what it is. Yeah. 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 So we got a little bit of insight about like the three story paths. They kind of showed us a little bit of all of them, but I don't feel like we learned yeah. much. It's for the whole, uh, what is it? Starfall Street. If you're not mm-hmm. blue, you're wrong. Objectively. Yeah. 
So like I was confused about that. Like, what's the whole point? Like you go fight these little bases and you, you just kind of auto battle until you get to the end and fight a not gym leader. Yeah, that's what the feeling is. I think what they're trying to do is to make them challenges, kind of like Pokemon Sun mm-hmm. and combining it with the battle subway. I never did that. But I don't think it works out I think out you're that referring well. to the Battle Tower. So. No, the Battle Subway, Junior. You wait, no. No, like, I'm legitimate. You mean Battle Tower, because that wasn't in Sun and Moon. That's, uh... You, no, you know but uh, you had the Island Challenges in Sun and Moon, which was my main point, and then the Battle Subway, which is a different thing, which I'm relating to, that they're trying to combine both of them. Because the whole point of the Battle Subway was, as Sword and Point you would fight the conductors. And I'm saying that, you know, they combined it, essentially, the island challenges from Pokemon Sun and Moon and the Pokemon Subway thing. From Gen 5. That they Which combined is honestly it just the battle tower. No, the battle the... subway was battle. The conductors were the best. You cannot oh, change yeah. my mind. That is so true. And now that I think about it, I can totally see it. They They did combine both of them. Or will they give the same rewards? Is another question. It may actually... It might. I don't know. It might be just a gym battle. But it's not a gym battle. My question is, can I auto-battle the gym? Imagine. Just throw a Pokemon <laughs> at the guy's head. Just oh my send my God. level 100 Pidgeotto. <laughs> Go auto-battle them. Teach them true feel. <laughs> you can have... That's another thing. Like, like I wanted to see... Or I want to talk about the whole auto battle thing. We were speculating about it, right? And how it's going to go. Yeah. Is it going to be like Final Fantasy Tactics where you send out one of your guys? That's what they made it kind of sound like. You can, you know, have it battle something and just go away and go gather stuff or whatever. But what they but showed, it was uh, kind of lame. You just throw your Pokemon it was out. What we, what is what you do when, um, in Arceus where you just yeet your Pokemon at items. At items, yeah. And it seems like that. Like, I was like, okay, so what am I going to do in the, like... Five seconds that it battles. I don't know how long the battle's gonna go, but like it looked really short from what they showed, right? Couple well, seconds. I'm trying to think is can I throw my Pokemon to auto battle and run and go do what I need to do? Because if I can, that'd be nice. Yeah, but like, but it's just so fucking lame. I don't like it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Also, accordingly, it looks like the legendary Pokemon will be able to be ridden right off the back. Because, like, you know, it looks super oily. I, I still think it's going to be an evolution from Silver. I mean, it could, but, like, it looks really oily in the game when they're riding on it. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be not necessarily right off the bat, but early enough. Kind of like a Arceus where you get the weirder or whatever. Uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Like, really early but, game. But, like, think about it. They showed that these things can fly. Yeah. I mean, maybe you are, gonna it, maybe it's going to be like Arceus as well. You know, you can get the the running mount for like early, and then after as you progress, maybe victory road or something, and maybe after like three badges, you can, you know, swim and fly, etc. You know, same thing happened there. Also, they'll gate it. Well, that's why I'm saying like they're giving you the lizard, the the pre evolution, and then you have to evolve it, which is going to be like to your level thirty, which would be the three gym badges. I will say. Wait, I just realized something. I there's someone who could technically say I don't want to do the gym badges and do the other two. How are you going to get the the level restriction? Mm-hmm. 
That's a good question. Maybe there is no leather uh, level restriction. Yeah, been, maybe it just all levels up as you go. Uh, and I think we did get our answer finally to Wiglet's type. Oh, uh, they did say it's type. It's water. Yep. Yeah. Mono water. Yep. Yeah, it, it was on the website. Yeah, it was, uh, it was truly, there before last, last, last week when they introduced it. Truly a boring typing. Mm-hmm. Look, I, well, I say if this is, this should, this better have an evolution. Please have an evolution. Can I just also say gathering Pokemon materials makes me no longer think we're knocking Pokemon out. It literally makes me think we're just killing them. Slattering them. them. We're skinning them. Exactly. That, that's another thing that I wanted to talk about was like the whole material things. I was like, when they said, you know, you can get materials. I'm like, cool. Auto battles. Cool. Whatever. The auto battles originally looked really lame when they showed him. Right, that was like one of the first things right off the bat. But then they showed what I probably think is one of my favorites. And I don't know why. Like, I, I don't find a use for this really. But the TM machine, I was like, uh, who cares? Right when they said TM machine, I was like, who cares? But then I looked and I saw that you had to use the materials you Pug get from, materials. from farming them. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that, that kind of makes the auto battles somewhat useful, right? And if you don't want to like farm for those. But it would be faster technically. But yeah. And then I was like, what if you want like a really cool TM? But I, honestly, I hardly ever fucking mess with TMs in, in game. I mean, they're useful. They they are honestly really useful. Yeah, but see, I, Actually, I myself never use them, so I'm you know, like, you know how like I said that the the tower it's gone from the game. Technically, you could get special TMs at the tower with the points. So, yeah, but you could also just you know find and it. of course the wild TMs in the wild, which yeah. kind of bears the question: Are they streamlining streamlining more things now? Maybe, but I, I, I think that's a good uh, a step in the right direction. Like I, I've been wanting to see more crafting stuff in, or like more like not just crafting, but RPG elements in Pokemon because it, it in itself it's an RPG, but like a monster catching uh, RPG. But you know, slowly but surely, they're adding more things. They kind of you know dip their toes in with have, with the crafting in, their- in Arceus with the Pokeballs. I love that, dude. I don't know what it was, but it was just so something so cathartic about just. Throwing, eating your Pokemon, getting the raw materials, and making your Pokeballs, you know, so you don't have to worry about buying them and whatnot. Also, I do like that you do get a customizable character again. I do want to mention that. Which is nice. Also, you can customize your hairstyle. Yes. Well, you, so it's not locked from the beginning of the game. Let's be honest. Pokemon is best when you can play as yourself. Yeah. That's kind of always... That's it. This has always been true. Yeah, it's it's taken them this long to finally implement that. I mean, Pokemon X and Y, for all people's hatred of those two games, saying, oh, they're, they're so easy, they were very popular. They were more successful than the older Pokemon games. You know why? Because you could customize your character fully. Um, okay. Yeah, I also like that you can change your hairstyles and stuff like mid game if you want to, because like my hair always changes. Like right now, it's like a weird swoop thing that's all like a mop. Uh, before that, it was like long as hair, so I change it sometimes. But what I wanted to say real quick about the TM machine, I wonder if they'll do like um, like the Other rare items. like the rare uh, TMs. I wonder if the, you get them as, as like a recipe or something. Like if you can get recipes for TMs as yes, as um, yes. As really? rewards and stuff. You know, that'd be cool. Yes, because they already showed that you can find them out in the wild. 
So I expect them to fully make challenges for you to get special TMs like Try attack and ice beam and fucking shit like that stuff that you want, like the ones that they used to put behind like the the gambling corner or whatever the heck it was called. I forgot what it was called, but you know how they had like the really expensive one. Also, are they are they going to make TMs no longer like not consumable because of this? It feels like they're gonna be still consumable. Yeah, I would say consumable still. Like you, you would have to like make they a had TM. TRs and then NTMs and in shield and sword. I don't know what the heck TRs are, but yeah. Um, they're they're consumable. They're consumable TMs, but they're of like more moves. Basically, you had your list of like 100 TMs, and then you had TRs, which are just mm. more moves. But okay. you had to get them through raids. Anyways, uh, I don't think they're gonna do that. I think what they're gonna do is just a TM system because that's the main focus. Why are you gonna introduce? Why are you going to introduce TRs and undercut I mean, the thing's called a TM machine. Because then you're just going to have people trying to get those TMs as a TR. So it's just well, better to make TMs and leave it down. I mean, there's still raid battles, so maybe you can still get some. You know what? What if they do... You can get a TR recipe through a raid battle, and you still have to get the mats for it. That's I, true. I wouldn't mind that. Like, technical... The technical records in the in Sword and Shield were like... There were like more, I guess you could say, rarer moves for mm-hmm. TMs or like old, old TMs from the past. Yeah, things people would want back, but they didn't never implemented. This is their way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Also, it was kind of the main reason you want to do raids, other than the fact of the free experience candy and yeah, whatever events. The gym tests are kind of still remind me of the item challenges. Yeah, you know, I feel like. This needs to be said. The, the chin challenges don't matter. Just just get to the battle. Yeah. That's, that's why I, we're there. I would I would prefer them to bring back kind of the whole fight the gym trainers. Maybe than, uh, just make a gym them test. harder. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't mind that they make it easy. I just wish they would at least have an option at the beginning to say, are you experienced or are you not? Everyone... <laughs> And like have like a smarter AI if you're experienced. Yeah, like so the Pokemon they'll do like setup moves, like fucking spike, poison spike, and then leech seed, and then they'll stall you out and do shit like that. I think a difficulty slider would be would be great for Pokemon. Yes. Uh one thing I do want to talk about is the Pokedex. Mm Mm-hmm. We gotta look at the Pokedex, and it's a lot better than any other game we've saw seen so far. It looks like a mix. I I want to say Arceus had a good Pokedex. Arceus had a it good did. one, but this is better. But uh, I was gonna really? say that uh, it looks like Arceus's Pokedex, like where it has the information and all that, but in a more modern design, basically. Yeah, that's so kind of a that's mix. what makes it nice, you know, like a modernized Arceus one. But Arceus had to be at it at its core, um, kind of more. Uh, like I like the style of the of Arceus. It's yeah, like, it, you're it fits the setting. Out the Pokédex. Yeah, yeah, it's like, the first Pokédex. But I do like it because it was pretty, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Just the uh, you can see the environment, the Pokemon saying you can see the thing, and then you can see the Pokemon animations. Oh, you're referring to the photos. Yeah, they're nice in my opinion. Uh, that being said, <sighs> I don't know how I feel about Terra. 
Duh. It's on to me. I Dang. to me think it's the most underwhelming mechanic they've introduced so far, and yeah, I am in the camp of re- reintroduce Megas. Just, just, just pull the bandaid now. Make Megas like a st- the standard staple. I don't know. I I never really liked uh, Megas as much. See, as long as I like can Mega, um, you know, uh, <laughs> Megas Ninja. Because you think they're gonna make a Mega for every single Pokemon? It doesn't have to be for every single Pokemon. But That's like, the problem right time, there. That's, that's all I want to hear. Because then you're relegated to using certain Pokemon. Yeah. That's just the whole... Po- well, you know what? Let's be honest here. Let's be real honest. I mean, good job. But, like, the reason... I'm, I'm, look, the reason I want Megas is because they've made... The way they introduced Megas was interesting. I want to say this, saying, oh, you're relegated to using these Pokemon. You know, as well as I do, the only people who are relegated to using those Pokemon are the people Meta. who are like, I have six legendary Pokemon all at max EV, and I have them all shiny, and I hacked them, I mean, uh, legitimately got them in. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are those people. But, like, the reason I say Megas was good is because, like, how do I say this? They actually impacted. They actually impacted the story, and um, they actually gave some competitive life to some of the Pokemon, like Mawile, Kangaskhan. <laughs> I would Kangaskhan. love to see Megas and Ninja. And like we, like when Megas came out, there's still like a ton of fan art even being made to this day. It's like Mega Fido people. <laughs> that Mega be, assuming he doesn't have an evolution that would be nice but like and think about it like this Z moves what do they have like what's the interesting thing I uh, mean Z moves were fun yeah they too were also fun and they also had Megas and it's like the different mechanics kind of you at least felt like a Power Ranger when doing Z moves let's be honest here if you dressed your poke, your trainer in a uh, one piece, whatever fucking black spandex, and put on a helmet. You could be your Power Angel with God those Z it, moves. Right? Like, actually, yeah, the best part of Z moves was the animations. But as as like we've gotten more and more, it feels like they were just toning it down. Like, what does Terastalize even do? It just changes types, which competitively game changing. Have we we have not seen any like special Terastalize thing like. Even Dynamax had like special Dynamax book. But again, it's just the cheaper Megas. And it's like, dude, just bite the bullet and say Megas was like the best one. I, I even want to say like Z moves are different from Megas because uh, outside of Necrozma, there was no like transformation with a Z move. I still want to remind people that Spinda literally got banned because of its Z move. Well, hmm? which one got banned? Spinda. Spinda? Yeah. Oh, the bear. Is it that Spinda I'm thinking of? Yes, yeah, the one with multiple invincible patterns. <laughs> Why did it come back? Look, I don't give a shit about Spoken. Contrary, it... contrary plus the Z move. Hold on. And you literally couldn't lose stats, so you could essentially uh, have a Spinda that can literally genocide the entire enemy team. No idea. But I, I wanted to say about the terror type, I actually think it's kind of neat in a way because of the fact that any Pokemon that did, they finally verified this because I think this is a question that we had. But 
any Pokemon could have any of the 18 types as a terror type. Mm-hmm. Which kind of opens up more options when you're fighting because you're not going to know what kind of terror type, you know. It's okay. Terror type should ninja. I know. That, Basically. That is the actual meme. Like, so, <laughs> I've, heard, I've seen people talking about uh, which one was it? Which one was. What you, you want to do is you want terror type said ninja into a normal type because normal has one of the least amount with it only being fighting. So if your opponent doesn't have a fighting move, well, you can no, guess what like, happens. Ah, terror type uh, Re- 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 the electric one. I've seen that one. Eh. There's also another, but my point is like, yeah, terror type, like it changes types of the Pokemon, but it's like, like every time I saw it in the stream, I was like, this feels kind of underwhelming. A question I do have is, is it going to change as in like, it's going to add a third type or is it just going to change to that singular mono no, type? I, it's it's going it to change to that type. singular type. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's why I... that's kind of good because then you have, you need, you need to have your, 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 your coverage, like your spread a little bit better. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, but you're just means... going to end up having shit like, electric or normal type Sheninja who essentially terror types and oh you didn't you did you didn't have a fighting move on any of your Pokemon? Guess what? You now auto lose to that Sheninja because Wonder God terror type memes. Also, um Tox I just realized something. Normal type Tox effects is has no has the only weakness to fighting and you could just build physical. <laughs> Dude, toxic stall return. But see, that's why it, I find it fun because it, it opens up to these new strategies. strategies. Yeah, you know. But and, like, I want to say this for casual. Um, who gives a shit? <laughs> like, like, j- just think about it like this: Pokemon the game is normally not even that hard, where the main mechanic just is like cool. Mm-hmm. But like for competitive, it's amazing. Yes. But like, is how if it's gonna be that crucial for the main story, that would be new and interesting. I mean, I don't think it's something... that crucial. It's just gonna be as crucial as freaking Dynamaxing was in Short and Shield and stuff. Like it was whatever, right? Yeah. Like they hyped it up, like, oh, I maxed the, my thing, and you're like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna do the same to mine. Boom. Yeah, but like we kind, I'm like. I'm saying this like I kind of just don't want that. I kind of don't want to just be like, "Cool, we've got we have this special gimmick we're gonna do every single time." Dead. Why do I get the feeling that Junior's one of those people who's gonna have the most boring fucking uh, compositions? Do, do, do you not know who I fucking am? Yeah. <laughs> do you not too. know who I fucking am? Like. I feel like Eno and me are going to be the ones with unique comps. I don't know. Probably not me. I, I just go with what I think looks cool. I, I've never really cared about making great teams. Well, Sininja and Sylveon will be on my team as thing. Everyone else will be swapped around. Like, uh, I'd also think that, like, having the whole Terra type, finding a certain Pokemon that has good stats plus a good Terra type would make you know the whole catching mechanic a little bit more interesting i guess um you know what i mean adrian what i believe i need to point out that when the dlc came out they kind of made a way to give dine i'm pretty sure the 
the special Dynamaxes to any Pokemon. Uh-huh. I'm not one to give the bad news, but I'm willing to bet that that's going to be much easier when the eventual DLC comes out. What, finding to, like, there you can have your Terra type? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I'm, I'm putting five bucks on the table. That's going to so happen. How would they do that, though? I don't know how they did it with the DLC, because I got it, but I, did, I only played, like, the snow part. I haven't played with any DLCs, but, I mean, that'll be a little bit harder, because you don't see the actual Terra type until you actually go into battle, don't you? No, no they're going to put those... A little indicator oh. on top of the head? Yeah. Yeah. The, the entire crystal thing is the indicator. But do you so, always see them or like, do they always have? Yes. Like, do all Pokemon yeah. have terror types, basically? Well, no, they're only, you can only get special. Po- Not every Pokemon that you get. The, I'm willing to bet. The, the, you think they're going to be like the alphas in Arceus? Only some of them are going to be alphas. And then, you know, you have to just hope you luck out and get a cool terror type one. Yep. Well, that's gonna yeah. be in and if and if that's the case, type. then that that's why like you're still gonna have to grind to find a certain terror type. Like if you want like a freaking ghost type, freaking Chansey, then you have to go look for a ghost type Chansey. No, you haven't even thought of like this. What about the starters? Well, I'm pretty sure you're gonna have a certain terror type. You're gonna have to just keep restarting until you get a terror type starter that you like. No, agent. Hmm. They, they 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 try to prevent that shit because people will shiny hunt for for starters by just restarting the game mm-hmm. and like they've locked down on that shit sure your point <laughs> like so that's why i'm like there's no way there's going to be like all oh, your starter gets stereotyped no it's going to be specific probably it's going to be specific probably but then you can probably just go get your starter somewhere else like in arceus you can get the starters anyway yeah which is why i'm like are they which i just realized this are they going to have a way to get starters in the actual game? Probably. Because they did that in Arceus, and it's like, that's great. That's amazing. I like that. Please keep doing more of it. I think they're just going to lock you to being te- specific because they're not going to let you get whatever terror type you do want. And they'll probably put like something in later where you can swap the terror type. Yeah, I'm thinking specific for the starter because they're probably going to be some tutorial about it and they're going to have to make the tutorial as easy as can be and then probably have these other starters or the complete set of starters out in the wild to catch as wild Pokemon. Plus, think about this way, Junior. No one wants to sit down until they roll the starter with a dragon type. <laughs> um, <it's okay. laughs> Dragon type Weedle. I, I regret to inform you. There is probably some madman who will a do that and will do yes, that for yes, a there shine. Yes, there are madmen who would do it. But, but also, those... Terrot, you do realize that if there's like a fifty percent chance to get a terror type on a starter, and it's the fifteen types, that's easier. Junior, but those aren't the main people for the audience of Pokemon. And those uh, either are way, nords. and either way, they want to do that. That's what makes them happy. I'm all for it, dude. Yeah, like I, if that's how they want to play Nintendo don't give a fuck Nintendo just cares are they playing our games sure they bought our game great play however you want are, if you are they play only playing like minute, 10 minutes of the game sure yes. yeah like I did with you know BDSP sure you know oh god I oh, I got to the final gym and I literally just said fuck it I'm bored 
because I couldn't figure out the last member of my team, and I just got frustrated and said, you know what, this is just boring. God, BDSP was such a waste of money. <laughs> but anyways, going back to the, the trailer that we watched, right? Sandwiches. Um, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, I want to cover the sandwiches later. That's the last thing I want to talk about. Yeah? Yes. Yes. Okay. What, what is our last thing before we go to the sandwiches? Yeah, comic. Because we still haven't talked about the. We haven't talked about the draft. Oh, what? Ferrigoraf? Ferrigoraf, yes. Draft yeah, uh, that's the first thing I mentioned. And, like, we're now talking about it. Yes. Um, Before we say anything about Ferrigoraf, please, they should have shown more Pokemon. I'll be honest. Hold on. I'm hearing an echo. I can double hear us. <laughs> they, they, heard, they heard us talking about Farigaraf and they're here to claim us. <laughs> I think it was cultist. Okay. So my opinion is I understand the design. It's uh-huh. not bad design. However, I think I it's smart. It. But yes, it's it's smart but dumb. It's like at this point, they should have just fully committed. Like, have the tail be the head and have the head be the tail. Yeah. They should have just made the Pokemon turn around, and that's the evolution. Boom. Change the colors and then have it turn around. Change the direction of the feet, the little hooves. That's it. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And change the colors. Like, <laughs> so now Giraffe Rang is brown and the Autoport is yellow. <laughs> Like it, it looked weird when I first saw it. I was like, "Is that like a little astronaut helmet?" It is. <laughs> it looked like it, man. And then like it the, is. the teeth, just like oh, first hold on, one, it has a new ability. It looks like a chain chomp. It, it, it's looks so weird. What's the new ability? When a Pokemon with this ability eats a berry, it will eat it one more time at the end of the next turn. Oh, an armor tail. It makes the opposing Pokemon unable to use priority moves. Mm. You, it, that's amazing. You put, like, this thing needs to have good stats. Like, you put amazing abilities for competitive use. Bro, let me remind you. It starts as a giraffe rig. <laughs> yeah, that's why me, I'm like... Let me remind you, Junior. Shed Ninja. Shed Ninja. Literally has some of the worst stats in the game. Like, it's great in speed. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of its stats are so poor. Imagery has won the gold yes. and one HP. But here's the thing. Wonder Card is that stupid and the and the viability of... Look, I'm basically, I'm saying Wonder Card is that strong and Shininja's this flexible where it can work. The flexibility needed to put these, like, types of abilities anywhere else is not worth it. <laughs> like, putting Wonder Guard on any other Pokemon, 100% worth it. Put it on a Regigigas. That'd be amazing. But our Armor Tail and Suit Slow Storch Shininja. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Somehow, you said words that are so fucking scary. Like, <laughs> that implies that somewhere out there, there's a Wonder Guard Regigigas. <laughs> uh, so, I, I don't like, us. I don't like Faragafag. Faragafag? Yes, because literally, it's, um, 
they take the last port of its name and put it in front. And that's the whole helmet eating the Pokemon to make it look like an astronaut. But then it's just, it's that's all it is. It's kind of like the same thing with the evolutions of Teddy Orsa into Teddy Luna or Orsa Luna or the Scizor into Gla- Glavial. It's, it's a common... You're making a meme out of something that is the low-hanging fruit. Instead of embracing the absurdity and saying, okay, well, we made Frag for Frag, the evolution of Giraffe Rang, and then instead of making this design, we just paint the upper body brown, we turn the tail yellow with brown spots, and then we turn the hooves to face it, and the Pokemon becomes a psychic normal type. And then we invert all of its stats to make it a physical attacking Pokemon. Because then you've you've embraced a meme and you've given a you you made it into something funny. Yeah, but I mean, it's Pokemon we're talking about, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I can't expect too much from them. But um, I I was gonna bring up a point. I totally forgot what it was. Um. Okay. Also, I just remembered, Mitsuki, Terra-type Thunder Sheninja holding a Wonder Balloon. I remembered now. That's it. Yeah. He's, a, he's immortal. Yes. Can't be stopped. No longer do you <laughs> need to do the out. whole trick room thing and stuff. No, no, no. He cannot be hit. Exactly. You, you don't have to do that whole thing. He just, boom. No, you just get a normal type Terra fucking Sheninja, and now unless you have a five move, Sheninja's gonna wipe your team. You you just counter it with no, its own. He's gonna outstall. You could just run Toxic and like. Look, you just run your own Sheninja of that kind, and then whoever went first. <laughs> no, loses. because then you need to you need to use a fighting type move. Just struggle. <laughs> two mortals sword fighting to the end of time. Yes. <laughs> that they've like I'm not saying this to be me, but if they'd have Shininja in this game, Nintendo Pokemon's like Did I take it through? Oh, we want you to use this. <laughs> also, Mitsuki. Yeah. Uh you do know that there are moves that change types, right? Yes, I know, like Born Out. Which you no, can use like, with Wonder Well, while he's looking for that, let's talk about sandwiches, all right? We also saw yes. um, newly introduced picnic mode. I mean, wh- what game was it that had the picnic kind of thing like this? Pokemon before? X, Pokemon Sword and Shield with the koi's. Okay, the, then, yeah. they've been, they've been. It's basically this game's friendship thingy, and it's like, yeah, and like yeah. the others. Oh, it's soaked. Forest Curse, Trick or Treat, Magic Powder. Those are the ones that actively that the enemy can use to change a Pokemon. These are going to be meta yeah. now. These are going to actually be important, and they're probably going to introduce more. No. Oh, yes. Man, let's talk about Wonder God Regigigas with Max EVs. Also, did you know that there was a way for Shininja to get, like, the the move that swaps abilities, yeah, good. Just need to make sure. Did you know there was a way to make a Orcanine invincible to all types? 
Yes, we, we've covered this like in the last three episodes of Gamer Pants. Yes, and junior, a junior's response is always, I think that was only in that generation. Yes, yes that too. Um, yeah, but back to so sandwiches, him, guys. Yep, back to sandwiches. Um, I don't care. <laughs> I love sandwiches, but like... But did you see what they do, Junior? Yes. What do they do? You make the sandwich yourself. They uh-huh. give the... And uh, you feed it to yourself and the Pokemon. Uh-huh. And they give the boost and help level up the friendship. Well, I the will main say this- point is that it actually gives you a chance up on X-type. Yep, they give you catch power for certain types. So, like, let's say if you want to go hunt some ghost Pokemon, you eat some food that gives you catch power up versus ghosts. It also gives you encounter ups sometimes, uh, depending on the food you eat, I guess. I'm not sure how that works, but you can also get more encounters with certain types, or you can also get raid power versus certain types as well. Also, um, I don't know if you guys missed it or not, but they really briefly talked about Pokemon eggs, which is kind of weird that it's at a picnic. I don't know why you can find Pokemon eggs at a picnic, but you can find Pokemon eggs at a picnic. Because it's Mudro doesn't love a bad It's just like, how did this get in my basket? But sure. If if this is their breeding system for this game, instead of just going to the daycare, I'm like, I can't tell if this is a good change or not. Also, Mitsuki, then since we want to talk about... You could give your Pokemon a bath. Yeah, you can wash your Pokemon. That's kind of weird. But um, you can wash your Pokemon because, you know, it's it's been about 10 years, 15 years. It's about time you give your Pokemon a bath. They're fucking filthy. You make them run in the mud and the snow and you make them run everywhere. The least you could do is bathe your Pokemon, people. This has been the Game of Pants National Wellness Mansion. Wash yes, your take, a, take a bath. And back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> God fucking damn it! Yeah. This also, bath time brought to you by Nintendo. <laughs> this is bath time brought to you by Pokemon. Anyways, guys, um, I don't know no if you guys paid attention, on. but right now when I was looking at the the trailer again, uh, when I was uh-huh. writing up the show notes, when he showed the whole gym test thing, they're rolling up to like the city, right? And there's a windmill uh-huh. in the back. Did you guys notice that? Yep. Did you I guess, guys see yeah. how shitty the, the windmill looked? It's not even that. If you go all the way back and you see the sun floor following the train or I was gonna say after that too. Like they're like choppy bad. as fuck. Like I'm like, is this game gonna run like shit? Because yeah. I was I my original thing was like, you know what, it's it's you know, early access footage or like alpha footage maybe. But I'm like, wait, it's like a month out. Like that shit's ready. Probably. You know what the worst part is? Huh. It's not even when they're chasing you. If you slowly watch the sun floor when it says gym test passed, yeah, they're like they're choppy and they look jagged. robotic. Yeah. Do you even guys not the, see that? Even the spectators are choppy. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't paying attention enough because I like again I was a bit bored of it of like the gameplay and it was the the gym test and I'm like, okay. We brought back the gym challenges. Dude. And Good job. And clearly, I couldn't pay attention to it because, obviously, I'm not that reckless when it comes to driving. Mm-hmm. You know, you never mind. You're reckless. We established this last Game of Pants episode. Oh, yeah. 
Yes, you're a student driver. I, I wish I could show the screenshot right now. Look, I don't know how choppy it's going to be. Right, because it, it's, it's usually choppy on my end, but... Like, look at this shit. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. shit. That was... That was horrendous. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let, let me watch it on my phone. You're going to watch it on your end? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I need to... I, like, I, there was some choppiness after that. I watched it on my PC, and it it's was choppy horrible. as well. It's horrible. Look at these on Look, Look at it. It's all like... And look at these. They're oh, horrible. No, Even those, they're horrible. No gods. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, it looks like shit. It's at 7.15 in the trailer that they showed, Junior. Let's go to like 7.15, 7.16 ish. Or, I mean, if you guys want to look at it, our listeners, if you guys want to look at it at home, just, just open up the trailer, the, n- the newest one from this week. Um, I think it's on October 6th, right? From Pokemon. Open it up. Go to 7.15 in the, sh- in the thing. It's horrible when they're talking about the whole gym test. Horrendous. Oh, dear mother of God. Yeah, it's not it's not my stream. It is. That's how it is. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, is this going to be fixed before it ships? Or is this what we're going to be used not. to? Like, I get it. Like some like, first of all, I was like that windmill looks horrible. That's what caught my attention originally. But then I was like, you know what? It's in the distance. You know, it may be like, you know, render distance is kind of like shit, right? Yep. So I was like, okay, it's going to have the issue like where you can't see the Pokemon from far away, like in Arceus, right? But then they showed the Sunflora and I'm like, you are right in front of them. The <laughs> camera is right in front of them. What is this shit? It looks horrendous. Yep. <laughs> it, that thing's running out like five FPS max. And I can only think of the final fight because, like, you know, they usually have, like... Flashy animations and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Big stadium. I'm just seeing it laggy and choppy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't even say, like, it wasn't that bad in Sword and Shield. uh, But, I mean, it wasn't open world. Yeah, like, this is a bigger game. Mm -hmm. If it's truly open world, I can understand why it's like that. But I'm like, you'd have to have some way to kind of lessen the strain on the system. You know, maybe have your assets not load up until you get X range within something like that, you know, but uh, it looked. Yes. Also, can I just make one little nitpick that I noticed? What's up? They got rid of the sprites. Yeah, they did. What sprites? You know how, like, if you were to open the their party select mm-hmm. screen, they would show you the, the, spri- like, the Pokemon? Yeah. What did they like, show sprited. now? They show, like, the actual Pokemon. And I'm like, that's great, but I want, I like the sprites. It was, like, cool. Mm, to add to that, the whole sprite thing, that, that just clicked something in me. Um, did you guys see the the XP share show up? No. When they're, when they're showing the the little... Um, how what's it called when they're showing the auto battle? XP share is there, and I hate it. I don't want it, but it's there. And like I saw it when I first saw it, I was like, "Ee, did I just see what I think I saw?" And I did. I was like, "Shit, 
You were like, I'm looking everywhere. There will not be any XP share. Fuck. Nah, it's like it's it's literally like one of the first things that popped up into my my like and I think I was like, damn, EXP share. Well, that's kind of been a thing at this point. Yeah, but I mean, I it we speculated that it was going to happen, but <sighs> confirmation. Mm-hmm. Confirmation. I, mean, I like, did not want. I, I, I mean, I don't. I'm kind of going to say this. I don't really give a shit. Yeah, but honestly, I kind of hate it. I just. Uh... It's all right, I guess. But um, do we have anything else to add? Um, they, so far we've have this many trailers and we've seen not even a hint of an evolution for the starters. Yeah, I was honestly expecting, like I was expecting like this to be the trailer, like oh we're gonna we're gonna show that this is the one where we're gonna show the evolutions, and I'm like, is there more? How often do they show the evolution? They usually show like the evolutions like at the very end. Well, I mean, we like, still got a sec- month, a little bit over a month. Do you think this is the last time we're going to talk about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet no. before release? Absolutely no. not. Oh, by the end of this, I'm going to be like, all right, we're now going to reference all the times that there's been a question mark, question mark type to in reference to Mitsuki's burnout Shininja shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my question. My thing is that I think ultimately that the game might be fun for a few hours and then it'll immediately die out or it'll get smaller. That's usually Pokemon in a nutshell, man. Yeah, that's because like, people aren't gonna want to continue because one just the one that blocks you from being able to do shit. Like you're no longer gonna be able to. Ba- basically, what I'm just saying is that there's a lot of restriction in the game now that we know what's coming up, and I don't know if it's gonna be fun because I'm just thinking about like. If I want to sell, at, we saw how choppy is with the sun floor, right? Yep. Now I'm trying to think, what if I want to go into the ocean port? Because most Pokemon games have ocean. I'm just thinking about how bad that is going to be and how it's going to render. And I'm worried about that now. Like, they did good with Arceus. I think Arceus was fine for the most part. There was very small little things, but I don't I like know. the attention to detail it had. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it was, it was pretty good. I like, I honestly enjoyed it completely, right? But there were some like small things where you know you couldn't see a Pokemon a little bit far out, unless you were like literally focusing in that direction. It was kind of weird, but not a big deal on my end. Now, when you have something that looks that bad as that windmill, ah. like I didn't even notice that. I'm like, like looking back, I was like, holy shit, that's what it was. Yeah, I didn't notice it the first time around. I mean, I did watch it at work on my phone, but uh, <laughs> when I sat down here earlier today and, you know, started getting some more show notes ready and making sure I had everything done, it, it was <laughs> it was front and center, man. It was horrendous. I was like, what did I just see? I had to go back and like, did I just see that? Sure enough. And then I started seeing this on Florida, man. I wanted to make excuses already. I was like, eh, you know far away it's okay you know it happens in games dude honestly i think like the the animations and like uh, ocarina of time back in 64 were still smoother man <laughs> these are jagged as heck like it's super janky yes but anyways do you guys have anything else to add uh the pokemon before we move on i mean we're an hour in and we're still on pokemon <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, yes. as, personally, as it should be. This is secretly just a Nintendo is amazing. <laughs> We're not a Nintendo podcast. podcast. So Wait, this, you want. this has always been a thing. No, I don't uh, want to. I, I personally want to blame Mitsuki and Junior for taking up so much time just yes. going over freaking random shit type alone. things. That's what they do, man. <laughs> Every episode, I cut off like ten minutes of it. Well, stop doing that. And now at the end, we're going to talk about all the interactions. I do want to mention that we we did see uh, three new Pokemon as well hidden in there in the trailer. In the minimap? Yep. Yeah, two some... Mickey Mouse looking things. If they were naked, they look like kind of like shoes. Mouth. But I don't know. And what's it called? A green parakeet. Parrot. Apparently, the green parakeet might be a grass flying Pokemon. They look like there's four new Pokemon there, but whatever. I think that's a house. Or else it's a Minecraft YouTuber. It looks like an owl. Oh, no. And then behind all of that is a rickety. Or yeah. whatever it's called. But no one cares about rickety. Yeah, no one cares. But a rickety? Rickety? Rickety. Is that its color? I, I, yes. Yep. Oh, I thought it was green. But okay. So at least Kova Knight is confirmed. Yeah. Well... I guess let's move on to the next thing. I guess we'll keep it in the spirit of Nintendo and really briefly cover the other debacle that there was uh, for Nintendo. Yeah, we can go over it briefly. So Nintendo put out a direct specifically for their Mario movie, right? This was a Super Mario movie or Super oh, Mario yeah. Bros. movie. Yes. Um, did you guys watch it? Yes. Really well, short, I watched, two minutes. As I was watching it as we were waiting. I was oh, the link that you saw that you didn't see the link to the call, but you saw the link for that. You think I look Damn. at the link? I looked at the image. Like it shows the video. I'm like, okay, click on video. And you know what's funny? Oh, I thought of like, I was like, you know what? These guys aren't gonna see it. But then Coltis came in here, Mitsuki came in here, and I was like, okay, cool. Junior <laughs> will come in. Oh, here. congratulations! Out of t- out of two, <laughs> the three people, I'm the one third idiot. <laughs> we tell you, Junior, you gotta pay attention to your surroundings. That's why you keep losing top lane. And it's and it's the one reason I die so much in Project Zomboid. Yeah, you gotta pay attention to the zombies. This is why you're bronze. <laughs> Open your eyes. Oh house. no! <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyways, back to the... They released a Mario movie. Yeah, well, first they released uh, the uh, the poster for it, right? When they announced mm-hmm. that they're going to have a direct, you know, for this, I think it was on Tuesday. They were like, hey, on Thursday, we're going to have a direct. But here's a poster, right? They showed a poster and it showed Mario looking out. Like, what I'm assuming is part of Mushroom Kingdom. And immediately what people notice is that Mario's ass is so flat that, I mean, fucking. <laughs> yes. I love how that's the first detail. <laughs> that's There was memes everywhere. They're like, dude, that's not like Mario's ass. He's, still have, like, he's supposed to have like a huge dumpy or something, right? But then it's people obviously dumped up. Then I tell you that there's the new meme. It's like we we saved the Sonic movie. We can save Mario. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, it's the ass. But I do want to say the two things that stood out to me. Well, three things that stood out to me with the Mario movie is mm-hmm. one, how much I hate Mario's voice actor. Two, yes. how much Mario's face is super uncanny. And three, how disappointing Browser sounds. Like, they could have just made him an over-the-top villain with an over-the-top... You could have had Jim Carrey or... <laughs> do a Browser's voice and I'd be okay with it. I... 
don't mind Bowser's voice. Actually, the best part of the entire thing was Bowser. I would have taken the cage. Look, I have a, a, a weird, I was going to say unpopular opinion, but it's not unpopular because I actually like the way it sounded. I don't mind it. But here's the thing. I, I, I don't mind Jack Black. I just don't see why people think he's like this amazing thing. Like, I think he's good. I don't think he's like amazing. Sure. Like sometimes in some of his films he is, but I think he, he kind of gives me like this um, Adam Sandler thing. Like I love watching Adam Sandler movies. Um, but I will take him Mario's Adam Sadler. Like, like I think, I mean, throw the way around. You think you would have taken Adam Sandler as Mario. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. sometimes they try too hard. So it's kind of weird. And Jim Carrey, for some reason, like, I think he also falls in that thing like where the certain comedians like they're great they have great 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 uh movies and like i i love their movies this is that sometimes there's just these ones where they're just kind of cringy and they try too hard and i'm like okay eh. and it kind of it kind of taints my my view of them just a little bit very slight so jack black's one of those jim carrey i i am gonna say i'm sorry junior i don't really like his whole Eggman thing it, it's just after he had that whole issue where people thought he was going crazy, he has. Eh. He's still up there with the greats, but you know, I'll, I will keep, I will keep my, I will keep my words limited. Yes. The only thing amazing about Jack Black is that he hasn't had a heart attack and gone to a hospital yet. No, I mean, I still like the guy. The guy's cool, but, and I think the, the general reception was that, uh, they loved him as, Bowser. I mean, it's okay. At least it sounds like a villain. Yeah. Not like Bowser. Not like the, not like the Bowser that we hear the the laugh from. But like, I will say, I will say, Mario's the bad. whole Chris Pratt thing like, that was an issue since Oago because you know he's not Italian. I get it. Agree. Sure. But. I'm on the boat where he doesn't really sound as bad as I thought it was going to be, but he's also not as great as I expected. You know, like he's it's kind of, it Mario. just sounds like, it sounds like, eh, it's okay. Like I, I can handle it, I guess, but it's not what I wanted. It's kind of just like the whole Buzz Lightyear thing. Like, I guess he's fine as Buzz Lightyear, but it's not my Buzz Lightyear. I'm going to give it right now. Mario is going to get like a 6.5 on Rotten Tomatoes out of 10. And it's going to be an okay movie that doesn't offend anyone and just exists. Like, I still love my old John Leguizamo Mario freaking. Are you talking about that Mario? The old Mario Super movie, Mario? yes. Uh, <sighs> I told... <laughs> My girl told my daughter, "Is like there's an old movie about Mario," and she's like, "What? There's already a Mario?" Yeah, you want to watch it? <laughs> no. right, let me ask you: Have you seen it, Junior or Quiltus? No. Have you all seen the old one? No. Oh no! Is this the? I I have oh, a question. No. This, let me it's find the 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 old Goomba. Goomba. Yep, oh, it's what you're thinking, Junior. I don't that think it's in... these two all. Oh my god, kids these days. Hold oh on, we, I haven't even answered. We have we have to have like a, a, a watch together thing of it, man. Is it this one? Yes. Hold on, let me just look. Can, can we just make them watch the Legend of Zelda one where Link is an asshole? <laughs> you mean the the one from the what's it called? The animated series that Link is an asshole. 
and a cow ward. Are you done, Sailor Princess? <laughs> no. There was an animated well, excuse series. Excuse me, Princess. Oh, you mean that one? There was that was a game. No, no, it was a cost animation. Anime. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen the movie. I do remember seeing an old cartoon of it, though. But like, that's completely different. That- yeah, I mean the old Bowser is cool too. Like, here's the thing: I'm hoping it does good, but I don't really give a shit. About yeah, like I mean, it's with all gaming things. I hope they do good. I want it to do good, just cause like I want more video game movies. They're okay. Sonic was good. Sonic Two was good. Mm-hmm. Can, can I say something? Always. A little unpopular. Uh huh. Isn't that your whole entire mo? <laughs> Mario and Luigi Superstore Saga was my favorite Mario game. I like Superstore Saga. Uh, you know what? Um, my favorite was the old RPG. I will take Legend of the Seven Stars and Mario and Luigi Mario Paper Mario series as well. Those were all, all three of those were acceptable to me as really good. Super Paper Mario. If you're gonna play one game, I would say that will pull at your strings. Super Paper Mario on the Wii. Yeah, I, I played that one. I never finished it because it's the <sighs> one I got scared of. <laughs> really? The one with the fucking the guy with the hat? Uh, no, the spider girl. Which one? Let me find it. Ah, Mimi. I'll put in my two cents real quick. It's mostly yes, just always. Galaxy for me. And then for the Paper Mario series, because since we're sharing this now, Sticker Stars. I love it. Wow. Yeah. You, you, how did you say the opinion, like the unpopular opinion? I gave Mitsuki shit, and you somehow, you somehow, <laughs> you, you gave a worse one. <laughs> oh, be quiet. Look, I'm not giving you shit for liking it, but like historically, people hate it. And like, I don't care. Like, I like Falafel and Cacula because they were great characters in the game. Mm -hmm. They were funny. They have really great animations and sprites. They were really good. But Stickle Stores... Coaches. I'll be quiet. I'm over here, like, ready to go on my childhood, like... Me, the Mimi thing scared me, and then over, I actually eventually got past that part and got stuck on the blo- the block parts where you have oh, to click. Oh, I know which is Mimi. She's like the one that she's like a little girl, and then she transformed to a spider, right? Yes, that one. That uh, scared. Uh, like, I'm, like not, I'm not. A, yeah, she's great. I'll uh, yeah. it. Do you just want me to send you the image? No, 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 no. I know. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, I remember. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah that's legs in one part. Yeah. Yeah, that scared me as a kid, and but I eventually got through it. But then I got stuck on, like, the block part. Block part. I don't know. But it, it's it's great. Great little story. I love the story. I mean, it was kind of predictable, but yeah. I showed... I also showed one of my my old best friend. I showed her that game. She wasn't really much of a gamer at all. And she just decided to try it out. She was one of my roommates back then. And she legit cried. I'm like, yes. And she's like, it's supposed to be a game. I'm like, yeah. That's why I play games. Evil oh, Luigi, though, was hilarious. <laughs> I will never get over Evil Luigi. He was he was a Chad. I want so, to see more of Evil Luigi. So, I, I want to no, see No, you also, don't. You want to see Stick or Stole. In the movie, uh, the movie trailer, 
I I because it's by uh, Illumination, right? So like that's yep. Obviously, it's a oh, kids movie. First thing I hear is the the minions stuff, right? And I want to say when they showed the whole army thing in the beginning, that scream minions. Yes, it screamed minions when it turned to Bowser. I was like, that's that that's was minions. so okay. cringe. It really took me out of it. I was like, yep, I, I get it. And see, I can have a decent laugh out of the minion movie. So I'm, I I have good hopes for it, right? And Toad was hilarious. I just loved it. But I will say they nailed Toad. Perfect cast acting. Good job, did. people. 9 out of 10. Um, so that's that's all I want to say about that Mario thing. Unless you guys got something else to add. I want to kind of quickly cover this last thing. Um, you, I do want to mention... Because we're talking about Mario, and mm-hmm. whenever we talk about Mario, I feel like we should talk about a specific blue asshole. <laughs> Go off. Okay, so Sonic Sega has released the Sonic Frontiers PC system requirements, and they're not as bad as you would think it would be. You know, it's going to require at least 8 gigabytes of RAM, 12 gigabytes, sorry, and AMD Ryzen 5 2600 processor you're looking at file size of 30 gigs it's a very very decent performing game it's not like it requires a bunch the nvidia gtx recommendation is a 660 for minimum so honestly i'm kind of a little worried about how bad sonic frontier is gonna look but then some of these older games that look really good require minimum work. So you know what? I think we can have hopes that maybe this is going to be a okay Sonic game. Not the greatest, but well, it might be something we actually talk about. Well, it's okay. I, 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 have I got two words carefully. for you, Junior. I'll help you talk. You've already cleared up 30 gigs of your space, right? <laughs> I have more than enough. Okay, cool. Just making and sure. I was, but I was kind of debating where to get it on Switch or PC. Uh, I would... Get on Switch because you're a Nord. Get it on PC, and then you can stream it to us, and we can just, you know, live through you. Oh, yes. I was going to say get on the Switch because we all know that if you get on the PC, we're not going to see you on League or voice anymore you're gonna be fucking on sonic forces well i mean sonic he could be on comms you could just not be it's okay i have first i have played monster hunter Ult- generations ultimate while jose moy sketch and brian were playing league well i was going to say the specs requirement means the graphics are gonna be good story gameplay it's to say it's left to be seen that's to be seen yes yes Last thing I wanted to cover, um, at least for what we've solved this week, uh, CD Projekt Red gave a little bit more insight into some of their investor call items. Um, I guess I'm just going to go really quick because there wasn't much info. Or we did see. Yeah, we did see a little bit of information that they, they talked about recently. Re-re-re-confirmation that the new Witcher series is going to be a series, right? But furthermore than that, it's a trilogy, so all three of them are going to be there. We kind of already so we knew have a that. new trilogy. Yeah, we kind of already knew that, but um, kind of new information from it was that they aim to deliver all three of them within a six-year period following the first one, which was 
used or was originally called the Polaris project or whatever, like Project Polaris, uh, which is basically Witcher 4 or whatever people are calling Witcher 4. So once that releases, within six years of that, they want to get out the other two. So interesting. Uh, Another thing we saw was what they call, we saw two more that are Witcher based, two more, I guess, games. Um, It's Project Sirius, which is being toted as a new project uh, developed by the Molasses Floods, which is of the Flame and the Flood game. I don't know if you guys ever played Flame and the Flood. That no. was a pretty, pretty good little game. Uh, gave me very much somewhat like, um, uh, what was that one game where, where it's like a don't, was it don't, don't start kind of like that, but um, a little bit different. You're in a little, little like tube, you go down the flood. But anyways, it was a good game. So it's being developed by them. So I guess kind of weird because it's outsourced, but sure. And then they have another one that's also uh, outsourced. It's Project, uh, I don't know, it's Canis Majoris. Majoris? I don't know. Uh, but that one's being described as a story-driven, single-player, open-world RPG set within the Witcher universe. Um, and that one's being worked on by a former group of, or a group of former Witcher devs, which is kind of cool. Big one that I didn't see coming was this other one. It's not Witcher-related. It is cyberpunk-related. And it's a cyberpunk, cyberpunk sequel. Yeah. It's being dubbed uh, Project Orion. It's a sequel to Cyberpunk 2077, and CD Projekt Red says it will basically show like the potential of the Cyberpunk universe, and we already saw a glimpse of that through Cyberpunk Edge Runners, the animated series. It was great. I loved it. I think most of us loved it. I don't know about Colt just because he hasn't finished it. My question is... What's up? I I know it's going to sound weird saying it, Mm -hmm. but I have to say it because it makes sense. Rebecca's not in it. No, like, are they going to allow <laughs> lollies in Cyberpunk, the new one that they're making? Because that is something that was heavily contested in it, and yet it ended up being one of the better parts for Rebecca's entire character. So my question is, are they going to actually go in the direction of trying to add more anime elements, more traditional anime elements into Cyberpunk? I don't know. Um, still too early to tell. I'm sure we'll cross the lolly bridge when we get to the lollies. And mm-hmm. we get it. It's okay. You love your lollies. I'm pretty sure <laughs> God they'll like to please everybody. And I'm pretty sure they'll add lollies. They'll Listen, do some fan service. Rebecca, they've heard you. They've heard everybody loud and clear. I'm sure Rebecca's well received around the world. Not just Rebecca within literally us. saved that series. It would have been more depressing and less humorous. I mean, I liked it either way, with or without Rebecca, but Rebecca was great. I'm not going to lie. Rebecca added a lot of needed elements to the thing, in okay. my opinion. Yeah, sure. We don't know. We'll find out whenever they do that. It's probably way far out, I'm sure. But, you know, we'll be here, episode 200 um and some and we'll we'll talk about it then actually it'll probably be like 400 and some but whatever but the last last thing actually we'll probably talk about it in 2024 uh maybe but we'll see though so the last thing that they also really really briefly touched on was project hadar it's a third party i mean it's not a third party it's a it's a new ip that they're they're working on but it's still in conceptual phases so it could be scrapped or not depending on how it goes so it's a brand new ip and that's about it. That's all they really touched about. It wasn't really like a really in-depth thing. We just saw a little bit of of what they they covered, which is basically what I covered is is about the gist of it. 
That's all we saw. Um, did you say you had another piece of news before yes. we move on to what we? So this this is me because I love the games. Silent Hill Two is my favorite. Silent Hill game is my favorite horror game. Is the game I go to whenever I need to compel a horror game mm-hmm. because Silent Hill Two does everything right. If I had to give it a score, it'd be a ninety-seven out of a hundred. That's how highly I rate it. You have the main pro tag, who's a murderer and everything else. You have the city, which is an entire embodiment of his guilt and such. And you have the bosses, which are embodiments of his sins. It's a really great series. Everything works well. Now, Silent Hill movie director states that Konami, I need you to understand this, Konami, a company that we thought left the gaming industry, said, fuck it, we want pachinko machines. Ah, yes. Is said and to Yu-Gi-Oh. be walking on Silent Hill, making new Silent Hill games. Mm-hmm. Are you happy or concerned? I am worried. Ah. Western because- Silent Hill games are shit. The last one was Downpour, if I recall correctly, and it was okay. It wasn't great. It was kind of like you had a uh, well-done steak from a cheap diner with some hash browns on the side and some ketchup on it. It's not the greatest, but I'll take it, you know? Hey, don't you hate on my Waffle House? If if I said I, was, I would enjoy that, would you believe me? Yeah. Anyways, ignore that comment from Junior. Uh, my point is, it it was okay, but they keep Western developers do not know how to make a horror game. They make it gun hole, guns blazing, shooter type shit. That's like focused on the combat and all these spectacles. And really, PT was the best thing that ever happened to Silent Hill. That the demo that was put on the yes, screen? it was a ah. demo. It was the best thing that happened because it was actually going into the horror element and making the environment scary, and you that were, was fun. You were trapped in one house forever. Never. That was at least how it went. And now they're saying they're working older games, and I'm scared because this year means they're gonna remake Silent Hill One, Silent Hill Two, Silent Hill Three, Silent Hill Four, and out of those games, only Silent Hill Two was good. Silent Hill One was okay. Silent Hill Three was beating a dead horse. Silent Hill Four went down a ramping path of insanity that made the game unplayable and kind of just a meme, which is why it's remembered. And Silent Hill 2 was the best. And I'm just worried that we're going to end up with some shitty-ass Silent Hill games. Konami's never going to make Silent Hill again. And we're going to be sitting here like, why couldn't you just give it to a developer who knew what they were doing? Fucking give it to Hideo Kojima. I know you hate the guy, but at least he knows how to fucking make a horror movie. Better than you guys, anyways. I bet Nintendo could make it better. They're going to make a movie for Silent Hill? That's that's so I was like, where is this going or what? <laughs> They're making games. Konami okay. Konami and the movie director are saying that they're making games for oh, okay. Silent Hill. Multiple I, uh, games. I was and wondering, I'm I was scared. like, what, what's uh, I forgot I don't think that I missed the uh the point. Yes, here. you did miss it. <laughs> I, I figured. But um 
Dune, do you have something? Um, I, I forgot where I was going to go with, before Mitsuki started talking. I've been going down a cyberpunk rabbit hole. Oh? Um, I did not know they had content for 2007. Yeah, uh, cyberpunk has, like, comics, books, stuff. Uh-huh. So, yeah. That, that was interesting to learn. Hmm. And uh, I've mentioned this to Adrian already, but apparently I, I didn't think cyberpsychosis was an actual thing in the game. No, it's an actual thing. And I'm sorry for being wrong. So, yeah. Cyberpsychosis was, was pretty, pretty, pretty cool. It's in the thing. Yeah, but, it's um, in the actual game. Yeah. But I guess if we don't have other stuff, I guess we can end our news segment right quick. Yes. We're going to move on to our... Uh, I was just about to say that I recently found out that Elden Ring just created a manga that isn't serious, but it's actually comedy. more comedic. Yeah, that was exactly. released two weeks ago. I didn't know at that time. Yeah, I kind of... I kind of briefed on it really quick but i don't, I don't oh. think we talked about it so yeah but, but yeah, it was hilarious I, yeah we'll I just one real quick. it's not a comedy it's a tragedy <laughs> um, <laughs> god damn it man oh well i i'm also just give that a read sometime whenever i can or choose to i'm a procrastinator there's no guarantee all right so that i guess would end our our news or whatever we have to cover for this week right um, we can just go on to what we've been actually doing all week. I know some of us have tried new games. I, myself included. Mitsuki, I know you got something. Junior, I know mm-hmm. you've played a little bit of something. Cultist, yes, uh, I tried uh, Magic the Gathering. Cultist and I played Magic. Do you guys want to... Let's, let's let uh, Mitsuki goes first, because I, I know his is a little bit different than what we've been all been playing, but we've uh, all okay. played something. Go ahead, Mitsuki. What have you been playing? Tell us about <laughs> this gem. What is this gem? Uh, okay. So if you've ever heard of it, it's it's an old game. It's a little bit of an old game. However, rock and stone to the bone. It's it is deep space galactic, deep rock galactic. I'm sorry. So did you just say? (laughs) Rock and stone to the bone. It's like a little motto in that game. But essentially, you play as dwarves. You have the scout who has flails and the grappling hook and runs ahead. A really good scout makes the game fun and easy. You have the engineer who can put up toys and do some uh... stuff. You have you have the gunner who's like, you know, the machine gun specialist. And I can't remember what the last one was called. I kind of don't pay attention. I'm sorry, guys. But the whole point is you're essentially dwarves mining into the dungeon, looking for treasure, looking for gems, looking for gold, and you have to fight bugs and robots. Other players can send robots to you to try and collect and steal your stuff, and the bugs are there trying to kill you. And all you're doing is mining and collecting these resources and fighting, and you're trying to get it so you can upgrade your character and bring it up as high as possible. It's really fun. I love it. It's insane sometimes. The whole premise is pretty much you're just you're just trying to make money. You know that's all it is. It's great. It it seems it seems rather interesting. It's not the one it, I thought you were going to talk about, but I'm I'm for it. 
<laughs> I, I know you would think I was going to talk about Foxhole. I was like, what the hell? What are you, but no, what are you going on about? What is this bullshit? <laughs> it, it's a game I started playing because someone else pointed out. I realized I had it on my list and I started playing it. It was like, ah, yes. This is how you play. It reminds me of Hell Divorce, uh-huh. but it's more fun and you can do it solo. There's like some savage. I'm trying to think of what they call it. I'm still new to it, so I don't know. But essentially, difficulty goes one to four. You can do things at three alone if you're good enough. Two is normal. It's kind of what I can do. And one is the easiest and four is the hardest. You you know, I don't know right now that you said it, you can play it by yourself or not. You know what game I've been wanting to try with you guys, or at least something? It's called, um, I think it's called We Need to Go Deeper or something. (laughs) <laughs> we need that's to what go she deeper. said yeah, damn it's sicky yeah it's on steam i think i think it it's like a kind of like a submarine kind of thing i don't know what it's called let me see if i find it yes real quick, damn. i know what it is it's a submarine game i have it do you yeah is it fun oh you do. i've seen people play it it's insane because essentially, what it is is as the submarine goes down, you have a driver, a gunner, an engineer, and someone else. Mm-hmm. And as the submarine goes down, you encounter more threats and more threats. You can get off at certain locations mm-hmm. and uh, find treasures and shit. And the whole point is that it's essentially a game that rewards you for exploration, but also punishes you for exploration. Yeah, it looked very Lovecraftian and stuff like that. Yeah. It is Lovecraftian. And I trust you, you know, with my life. But these two idiots are going <laughs> to fucking get us killed. She's <laughs> <laughs> just going to be like, where am I supposed to be shooting at? And Colt is going to be there like, guys, what's like, wrong? How do I repair? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. First of all, <laughs> screw you. Second of all, wouldn't it be more fun, though? Technically, we find fun in death. I have an abrasion. <laughs> I oh, turned no. into a zombie. I was right. I've got a cut. I'm bleeding. <laughs> it is but a flesh wound. It is but a flesh wound. <laughs> See, Tomato is fun in death. I don't want to die in the first five minutes. <laughs> no, that's going to be me, What are you talking you. about? That's my lane. No, that's no. Cultists, you don't understand. You need everyone alive. The more people that die, the night, the higher your percent chance. It goes from like, if everyone's alive, you're at a low risk of dying. When one person dies, the risk of failure goes up to like fifty percent. Um, when that person dies, it goes up to eighty percent. And then when that person dies, you will lose. Jesus. That's why it's like it's chaos. Yes, we could probably do a Twitch stream and show people you guys playing it too. Um, did did you want to talk about the other thing that you've been playing, Tiki? Foxo. Yeah, I'm not really. I I've just okay. So Foxo is a World War Two MMO shooter. Uh, a lot of it is conquering bases, building up resources, and everything else. What you would do in a real war. I have been running logistics. I've been gathering so far to make weapons to bomb people because 
The best solution to a well-dug in emplacement is artillery. Because the post-traumatic stress disorder is not PTSD if it's all quaint. You can't. It, it's crazy. Like, you will be seeing a fox and you will be shelled by artillery for two whole minutes. Mm-hmm. And you get, like, five seconds to come out and you realize that, oh, your base is on fire. I play as wardens. We have fire rockets. Yeah. So we will literally set everything on fire, run in with flame drawers, and set people on fire and buildings on fire. And I'm one of the people who's logistics, so I'm over there just supplying the trucks with all this ammo, weapons, and supplies. It's really fun, but at some point, it can get frustrating, especially when you're trying to do a bridge battle. Because there's a bridge, it's only a one-way fight between two groups. Those mm-hmm. can last anyone from six to eight hours. No shit. Yeah. Like, it seems fun. I want to play it because it's, it's essentially like the way I put it to you. It's like a MMO RTS where yep. you are the singular unit, which is it's fun. Like, I, I kind of wanted a game like that. And it's it's like playing, you know, a, a war based Diablo, but it's MMO and it's just like an all out war versus other people like a PVP. Yeah, but right? you do have to join a clan because the game is very focused, like. For the materials to make a train, it requires six hours and a bunch of materials that only a clan can produce. Yes. Then you have to make the railroad tracks, the train cars, the cranes. You have to have your logistic base close by so you can make all the materials you need. It's insane. So, like, weaponry in that game, like, what do you have? Like, do you have different things or it's just World War One style type weaponry. We have... So far, we have pistols, mm-hmm. shotguns, rifles, sniper rifles, machine guns, SMGs, gas grenades, smoke grenades, fire grenades. We have frags and uh, anti-tank, anti-structure. You have wardens have cut laws, which are all PGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. You have mounted weapons, which is, requires you to put down a, a tripod and then mount the weapon and then get ammo for it. You have oh. heavy vehicles. You have tanks. You have rocket artillery, Takuskas. You have all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Naval isn't there yet. Like naval, you have only a little bit of stuff. Yeah. A lot of it is land-based. You also have logistic vehicles, uh, command cars, motorcycles, you know, stuff like that as well. Yeah. But, like, I saw you playing, like, as a type of medic thing. Like, did you get to just kind of pick what you're going to try to do, or how does that work out? So when you spawn in, you get a pistol. Mm-hmm. At whatever base you're at, you have weapons, ammo, and you can literally pick what you want. Those specific uniforms. Is that things that people crafted, or or how does it? Yes, logistics crafts everything in the back. Oh, okay. So they require basic materials, which you get from salvage. The salvage you uh, break down and put into... Uh, uh, refinery. From the refinery, you can turn into basic materials. Then, if you have a weapon house, you can go there and put those materials in. If you're generating electricity, you can make all work, and boom, you're generating weapons now. 
Nice. And then you can create these weapons and send them off to the front lines. So it's essentially like planet side, but you know, not infinite resources and it's just constant battle going out and it's more of a top down look and it's not like FPS thing. It's more, you know, and it's not like running. There was or some it's... skill in the FPS, but a lot of it is focused on the logistical side. Yeah, yeah. The so, team with the better logistics is going to win. So it goes back to the RTS kind of thing. Yep. Nice. Yeah. So I, I saw you play a little bit. It looked kind of nice. Um, it looked interesting, but I, it also looked like to me, I was like, ah, do I want to play it? Or it looks like one of those games where you have to strategize with other people. And I don't know necessarily how good that is, you know, implemented in game to strategize with other people. Uh, hold on. Let me get you some images. Like this is just our clan mm-hmm. that, from what we do. Mm-hmm. This is like how we, this is our stockpile yeah. of like our ammunition for our artillery. This uh-huh. is what we created. Yeah. Um, if you want a better example of a situation like it, uh, one second. Actually, you know what I could do while you're posting these? You mind if I post these on our Instagram? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Why not? I I don't think it'll be too much. Yeah, just just two, just these two. You can see like the shield manpower and force and everything of what happens when uh, you can get everyone on the same page working together. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's a fuck ton of shit. Yeah, you can get a lot of shit done with the correct teams, with the correct planning, with the correct stratagems, with the correct everything. You can get a lot done. And because it resets every every time the war is over. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that, like, how how is like a certain there's like win con or kind of like you just kind of once you conquer everything. It's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, t- t- essentially, at one point, we had, like, with a lot of planning, a lot of resource gathering, a lot of stuff, we had a bunch of artillery and rockets all mm-hmm. put into one place, and we would just keep shelling it, and all you would hear is from the rockets just hitting everything and saying shit on fire. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially how it works. If you're with a clan, you can walk together and subjugate people. If you're not with a clan, it's a lot harder to do stuff, you know? Yeah. And it's pretty good, in my opinion. It looks pretty interesting. Honestly, Like I, I feel like I want to get into it. But also, I think it would be like like I told you earlier, like it, it, the logistics of it just feel like I would need a better, a better cohesive team. Right. That's also something like I don't know if I myself can dedicate that amount of time to because I have so much to do aside from like work and this and stuff. But yeah. Did you have something else that you've been playing or no? No, no, that's all I've been playing. It sounds like it's been taken up all your time. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so as far as what I've been doing, I've been so Steam had their next fest, right? Which if you guys don't know what that is, it's it's basically where they kind of. celebrate smaller games i would say i don't know if it's necessarily smaller games but it, it's up and coming games and 
they kind of put out um demos for their for their games right um they do it like a whole week it's still going it it ends on the 10th so probably by the time this releases it'll be over but so a bunch of developers will put out uh, demos of their games that are coming up um some of them will live stream a lot of them will actually live stream their game and so i just went down there looked at some of the ones that looked interesting i downloaded a crap ton of them um namely the ones that i kind of wanted to really briefly touch on i downloaded aquatico which is kind of like a um city builder kind of thing but you're underwater i played that one for very little like maybe like 30 minutes it was kind of cool it's essentially like any other city builder where you 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 build your your population you know you start off with like a tiny base i think the premise was it like um the other world was basically gone to shit so the only way we can survive a human kind can survive is by going underwater um you start off with a tiny base you build you your resource gatherers you know you get like um what is it coral i think it was which which sponges um you do that you send your drones out you have like the little floating drone things and you you have like two survivors i think so you essentially just build that out and get your population up basically like any other city builder um it was kind of cool uh i will say that it at some points did kind of have a little bit of jaggedness, but I'm hoping that's just um, demo issues. Demo issues, yeah. Oh, welcome back, Junior. Yes, I am back. I have food. Nice, nice. But it, it was it was great, right? I liked it. Um, I think it's worth someone's time. Um, I used to love playing these type of games. I used to love playing City Builders, Sims, uh, RTSs, all of that, mm-hmm. but. Nowadays, it, it, they're far and few between that I, I would actually play. You might like Foxhole because it is kind. Of, you can build your own facility, however, it may get taken away from you while people build shit for you and shit. You do like MMOs. I do love MMOs. Yes. Um, the other one that I did play, or the other couple of them, I did play. I mean, I I wanted to play the Floodland, a demo of it, but um, I played quite a bit of this game called Dredge. I thought Junior was going to like this one. I I don't think I got to show him it. The premise of the story is you're a fisherman. You go, you get this like a a wanted ad for a a fisher in like this little island that's off on the little shorts, right? You show up and it's like foggy. So you kind of wreck your old ship and like this little island's like, you know, we'll I see you got our, our ad, you know, we've been looking for a fisherman. They're kind of ominous. They're like, what happened to the old fisherman? And they're like, yeah, don't worry about that. I see. So they loan you a boat and you have to pay off that loan. You know, a la freaking Animal Crossing. And the way you do that is that you go out and there's like little nodes of like schools of fish. You go out there and you basically fish. Um. The thing is that you can't carry all the fish because um, your inventory or your fish, you basically play as the ship. Your boat. Your ship has like, um, like, and you have like inventory management, you know, like old Re- Resident Evils where you have to kind of like play Tetris with, with your items that you get. So you have, you have that, right? Different fish has different shapes. There's some that are like just two blocks, vertical or horizontal. Some of them are little L's. Some of them are just a square. You basically play Tetris with your inventory space do that you sell them sometimes uh people of the town give you quests they're like hey i want specific fish you know you you get money 
pay off your debt and then eventually you can add upgrades to your ship to fish like you know ocean fish and you know or shallow water fish things like that and apparently it gets kind of ominous because like just looking at the the like the stills the screenshots from the game there's like huge like angler fish like deep sea fish so i didn't get that far into it i played i played for only 40 minutes i think but it was kind of fun and the other two that i did play from that were um earth from another sun um I've seen it. Interesting, because you fly around in a little ship, right? It reminds me of like little Forex game. I forgot what it was, but you fly around in your ship. And I did not know it was an MMO, but it was very much an MMO. And I want to say it has potential. The, the the premise of it is that you basically fly around this kind of like a uh, space, right? Oh, there's other ships flying around. There's pirate ships going around. There's... um like hotel ships or planet or like other planets that you can land on things like that. There's trading ships that you can go up to. Yeah. Obviously have your basic resources like your fuel and things like that. But the thing that's cool about it is that you can, let's say if you engage in a pirate ship, right? It's just kind of weird because you, you go up to a ship and you see you fight it and it brings you to this instance, right? Which kind of threw me off because you're like on a, like a planet. And so it's kind of weird that you go up to a, a pirate ship with your ship and you get teleported over to a planet. So I didn't get that part, but it's basically like a first person shooter and you go up there and you basically kill those pirates or whatever the hell you're doing and you get some resources. Now, at first when I did that, I was like, eh, this is kind of weird. But then I found like a weird, um, like a hive ship. So you go there and you're essentially like in this kind of mini dungeon where there's a bunch of bugs. I will say it was kind of just like the same two iterations, maybe three of the same bugs. And I was kind of getting bored of it by the end of the time, like by the time I got into it, like yeah, bored of the same things coming at you. Uh, the boss, here's a good thing. Emmy variety is important. Even yes. if they're just different bugs, if they're different colors, some stand up, some shoot acid, some shoot blue goo that suits you, that's still a lot better than two or three bugs of the same color. You basically had two different types throughout the whole run. It took me, I think, like 15, 16 minutes to do the run because um, the whole premise was that you get to the end of wherever the hell you're looking for these eggs, right? You got to go harvest the, the alien eggs. And obviously, when you go harvest some alien eggs, there's definitely some kind of brood mother or something trying to protect it. And there was there was a huge bug. And I was like, cool. Now, when I was fighting this huge bug and just shooting it with my little blaster that only has 10 shots, obviously, there's little ads that pop up. They were the same two, but they introduced two other ones. And then also the the boss thing would do its own things. It would do like a charge. It would throw this um, kind of like a laser thing on the floor that would just spun around. So it's kind of cool. And then after you kill it, obviously it drops like the loot and you say, hey, do you want to get out of here? Press escape to, or hold escape to exit. You go back to your ship with your loot, right? Which is kind of cool. So I, I overall enjoyed that part. The whole you're running this kind of, you know, you're in an alien like world order planet and you're trying to look for um, the eggs and you harvest the eggs. You get that. Cool. You obviously could probably use those. There's a whole crafting system where you can craft like um weapons uh fuel ammo food things like that there's planets you can land on there's ships you can land on and it's basically like a little world where you can you know it's like a small little instance where you can go trade 
There's probably quest gravers. There's hotels where you can rest at, things like that. So it's kind of cool. Definitely has potential. Needs a little bit more polish, I think. But um, overall, I'd say a solid. I, I'd give it like a 7.5 out of 10 right now. It, it, it's it has potential. If it if they keep working on it, I'm sure it'd be good. You know, uh, just one thing is like like the the like the assets did seem kind of like lackluster but i'm sure they'll they'll fix that like as the game gets polished and things like that um and the the last thing i want to talk about that i played during the next fest um which was my favorite and i saw i know junior saw me play this one was soulstone survivors and because it has the word survivors in it it's, it is basically a vampire survivors um copycat but it has a cool thing that i like and i've played a lot of vampire survivors copycats and vampire survivors itself and one thing that always kind of bothered me is that these things kind of just go up to you and sure most of them have like little pixel graphics they just come up to you and as soon as they touch you you take damage right the thing that's cool about this one is that they're not pixel graphics they're they're kind of like a a high res polygon type thing because they do kind of use like a weird like a art style that that's supposed to feel like kind of little polygons right but it is higher res and it's 3d all the enemies are 3d um but they come up to you and they actually have to attack they don't have to touch you it's not just like on touch that you take damage and each of the things obviously has their own spells that they shut off with but it's cool because you have i don't know how many different types of spells i've seen i've seen probably at least uh upwards of 15 probably that you get right and all these spells you use and they're kind of they all have like a t certain tag to them. Like some of them are area of effect. Some of them are obviously they have the elements, poison, fire, ice, lightning, things like that. Chaos. So they all have like certain tags to them, right? As you're progressing to this, obviously, if you haven't played with Vampire Survivors, you kill basically wave after wave of mobs. Uh, and then sometimes you'll have like a, maybe a, an elite type of monster. So that's in here too. You kill little trash mobs. There's little elite ones also. But then there's also bosses which have like a whole boss health bar they have their like rotations where they do certain spells they'll lob things at you they'll they'll throw uh like poison and they'll put leave a lingering poison thing on them so you kind of have to kill them because that poison won't leave until you kill them at least from what i've seen they'll have like aoe things there's ice ones or they'll throw like huge little ice shards from like little ads that they summon so all of this while you're still fighting the waves of enemies so it's kind of cool and then you'll get little passive um power-ups every time you you gain enough experience after killing mobs and you'll have passive power-ups that sometimes so you'll have like a uh, common ones uncommon ones and you have like rare ones the rarer ones there's some that like will power up spells of all types of a certain type so let's say if you have like all burst spells like things that do burst damage they'll power up all your burst damage ones or some of them will power up, you know, um, cone things or like things that are in a cone or swipe in front of you. So it's kind of cool. So uh, that's like the end game stuff. The, the whole boss thing was, was one of my favorite things about that. And also while you're doing this, there's like random ores and stuff that you can see around the map when you're run, running around, you can break that to get um, more of uh, resources. Cause they, these type of games usually just have like one, general resources like coins or something like that and you use that to buy all your upgrades but in here when you kill bosses you get certain types of shards depending on how far you made it into those bosses right it's the first boss second boss third boss 
fourth boss and i think there's a fifth boss in each map whenever you get to those you get like a certain uh color of shard depending on on you know which boss you killed you know first or fourth fifth um there's also ores like iron rubies things like that topaz gold that you can get from these maps right and you use those ores to build better weapons to upgrade your weapons you can also use that stuff to increase your or buy like different characters to have different moves you could also there is a skill tree and there is i forgot what the other thing was this is basically kind of like a um like an augment tree right so you can have certain augments on you and you can have certain skills like you know that you buy with a regular currency where you're like the other games that you have so overall i give this one like solid like nine or so it was pretty good replay value I'm I'm sure it'll give like Vampire Survivors. It's not quite, you know, the the hit that Vampire Survivors is, obviously because I haven't even released. But I think it would be a great take on it. it it's a, I, I like it, and um, I think that's all I played. Holo Cure. Yes, Holo Cure. I think that's all I played from uh the. Did you, did you mention Magic the Gathering? As no, I, I have not because I was waiting for you to come back. I think that's all I played. Uh, I've been meaning to get into Omega Strikers, but I have not even opened it. I'm waiting for you guys, which is also why I'm waiting for uh, Nisi. Waiting I'm waiting for me? you guys. I, I would never like that kind of game. Okay, I figured. But yeah, I'm waiting for Junior and Coltis is what I meant, because the three player, we don't even need you. You go play the Foxhole. <laughs> get out of here, bro. Damn. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to bring my meanest Magic the Gathering deck to you guys. Fucking cool. I'm stomped you into next week. <laughs> Wait, are, so, you, are you gonna do that online I, or in person? I, I'm gonna teach you the pain of fucking an Magic the Gathering where you can't play the game. Let's just leave. Okay, Coltist. Coltist thought he was gonna stop me from playing the game, but he did not. No, 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 wait, please. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I think I, I think that's all you guys have been playing, uh, except for particularly like Junior and Coltist. I think uh, we've been kind of trying Magic the Gathering. I know we talked about it briefly uh, last week. But we've been playing it a little bit more. But now I finally got a chance to try it. And Junior finally gave in and tried Magic the Gathering. Did you? Was it today or yesterday that you started? Yesterday. Yesterday. So, how's that going for you, Junior? It's okay. What do the different game modes are? What do they do? (laughs) And so you have like, you basically have Standard and then Commando. I told you he wasn't gonna know that much because I don't think he plays arena. Because we're playing to be to be clear, we're playing Magic the Gathering Arena, right? So Junior asking me, um, he was asking me, it's like, what is uh, like, what game mode did he play? Like, so he can play it because nobody was on, and he was like, do I play standard, alchemy? Uh, I don't know what the other ones were, but he named them off. I'm like, I think those are different, like, because he didn't know what that was, and I'm like, I think they're different, like, game modes, probably like. Standard in a commando, or just the most fun and most fun way to have fun because you could just go, don't use these band chords, and you're good to go. I will say, though, however, booster draft and seal deck are two of the most fun game modes you can play if you have the chords to play them. Because in booster draft, you essentially are getting booster packs. And each player starts with three packs of cards. You open them all, pick a card, then pass it to your left until all the packs are gone. Then you do it again and again. 
And then sealed deck is basically you open six packs and you build a deck out of them, but you're stuck with what you open. So you could get a completely shit deck, you could get some stuff. I know there was an issue because there was these people who played sealed deck and this guy got a really good call that essentially won him all his games. And people were mad and felt cheated. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. That was a different event. Basically, this guy opened the sealed deck, and you get to keep the sealed decks. And what happened was, he drew a core that was worth more than the prize pool, and he essentially just said, I quit, I'm done, and took the pack and left. And people felt he was doing it in bad spirit. <laughs> but Beautiful. He, he got it. Wait. Magic has a competitive scene? Yeah. Wait, like, you didn't Mag know that? No, I figured Magic Holy had a competitive shit. scene, but like, is it like Yu-Gi-Oh? Is it like Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon? It's like competitive, like Yu-Gi-Oh, League of Legends, actually. So it's widely recognized. There's like an actual tournament. Yes. Like, actual prizes. Like, and not I think like Magic the Gathering is the like grandfather of competitive league card games, right? Yeah. Okay. It was just hilarious because essentially this guy got a very good card from his commander deck, from his sealed deck thing, and he just literally walked out and said, I'm, I'm done playing. I'm not going to bottle. Uh, let me see if I can find the information on that. Um, I'm scrolling through Reddit as we, we're moving this. I just found a funny project standpoint. So why are you guys talking about that? I just want to quickly cover um, what I did with uh, Magic because... Like I told you guys last time, I don't think I've played an actual game of Magic since like the 90s, right? Or something. Maybe not the 90s, probably 2000, early 2000s. But yes. either way, like it, it's been a good 15, 20 years. Um, and I, I played because Cultist kept saying I need to finish the tutorial in Arena so I can play against him. And I was like, okay, cool. I made like the shittiest deck I can ever make. Just all black deck. I just used whatever cards I saw. I didn't even read them. I read like one of them. And I was like, this will do. Yep, this will do. I played against Cultist. Uh, we did best of one first. He, I don't know. He got steamrolled. And then, and then <laughs> he did another. Then he, he started up a best of three. I, I was just going to go to sleep. Man, I was tired that day. I was like, okay, cool. I won. Cool. Whatever, I'll make a deck later when I actually get more cards. But he started a best of three after that. I was like, oh, well, we're playing again. OK, let's go. So we're going and you know, kick his ass again. Third game. Right. And I'm doing my thing. And then he brings out like this. I forgot what it's called, like a water knot or something that shackles your character or like your your, your card. And he shackled one of my good cards. And I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? I let him hit me like 10 times. I was just like, oh, no. But I was just basically biding my time till I got more cards so I can basically summon them. And I summoned them and I don't think he paid attention to what the hell I was summoning. But I essentially summoned the same shit over again, powered that one up. And then he he water nodded. I want to say it's water. Nodded. I don't know if I'm using it right. But yeah, he basically shackled my other one. 
So now I had two of my good cards shackled, and I was like, you know what? I have this other one that's not that great. Put that one out, and it, I guess it powered up every time one of his units died. So then I had these death touch rats. So I killed one of his good units because he attacked me. Like I kept letting him attack me. I got down to maybe like, I don't know, like six HP or something. And he's like, oh, this is going slow, but I'm going to eventually kill you. So I let him attack me and I blocked with I, I, I blocked with my death touch rats. Killed two of his good things. Sure, I took some damage, but whatever. But because I killed those two, I think my other guy that I had powered up every time my opponent loses uh, a card, right? Or a, a, a creature. So I powered up my other one. So now I used the card to bring my death touch rats back. So he was afraid of countering my death touch rats because he did not want to counter my good cards. Or he did not want to lose his good uh, creatures. And then he just let me wail on him. And he, eventually I just blocked his good cards with my death touch rats anyways. <laughs> Blocking all damage and killing his two cards and he had nothing to defend. And I just killed him with like negative six HP. So I was like, that was too easy. I don't think it's going to be that easy whenever I fight cultists again, because I plan to, but as like, I just need him to get more into the game, which I'm sure junior would probably give me a harder run for my money. Why? I, I don't know what duel. I'm doing. No, but you at least read cards. I don't think he was reading because the he let me kill his death. Like he, I brought out a death touch rat. He knew what death touch is because we talked about it specifically beforehand. And he still just whatever. Like he still you have took the, the card hit. that increases when you destroy enemies, and you had the card that increases when you attack damage. To yeah, player. yeah, but see, he he didn't know that until like the second game. Like I used the same strategy, the first game, the same deck, the first time, like, you know, first game. I used it the second game, and it wasn't until the third game that he was like, maybe I should water not this, right? And he finally did, and he had that counter, and I don't think I had much to counter that. I did have one card, but I never got, I never pulled it. But, see, you at least would... Like, I think he just kind of went full offensive at one point. And it's kind of like what I wanted him to do. Yeah, full offensive, and then you just realize, oh, they're tapped, and you can't block. Yes. Which is kind of what was saving me for a little bit. But I was just not tapping my cards like for a good like four or five phases. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Okay, so actually I think I found it. Essentially it was a national tournament for draft picked. And this dude pulls a $1,000 card. And essentially the prize pool is $1,000. So he literally just quit and left because he gets to keep the packs because that's essentially what it was. He essentially took the pack and just left the game, which a lot of people were upset about because they felt it was in bad taste. But he essentially, uh, I, I don't know, I, I feel like he already won at that point. <laughs> I mean, personally, I think he should have played, but... Yeah, but there was no rule against quitting and leaving with your deck that you got. Did they make? Did they change the rules? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, like Ina was saying, in Magic the Gathering, always going for offense will never save you. You need to have cards that can counter shit. You need to have a backup plan for your backup plan. That's just... 
that's why I like blue. My favorite is blue white because it's very control heavy. But I also like my blue blacks. I don't have a lot of cards, and I really have no idea. You can always like play when, some more. Like when Mitsuki makes it sounds like I have to make five decks for each individual format. I'm like, I kind of don't want to a do that and b. I don't know all the cards and don't own all the cards. So I'm like trying to figure out how do I get a lot of cards and how do I use them? I don't know because, like I said, I use a door portal program to do all this. So, you know. Yes, but we want to support the developers and the creators of Magic I mean, the I buy Magic the Gathering cards, so. so. Wait, does Magic the Gathering cards give you cards for Arena? Like the codes, almost like Pokemon? Actually, I can find that out right now. Like, if you get a deck in real life, do you get the deck in, in Arena? I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think I don't think they have like digital codes, but I could be wrong. But um yeah, that's all I wanted to touch on on Magic the Gathering and stuff. I don't know if you guys have anything else. Because I just saw the time. Yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes. It's 10 and I'm like, I kinda wanna eat my pizza. It's gonna get cold. I wanna yeah. get a drink, so Okay. I... So let me just uh uh Cultist has his food, so he left. So I just wanted to, oh. he just wanted us to mention that he's been playing Arceus. Because uh, he finally got Leg- Pokemon Legends Arceus, I guess in preparation for. No, he for... didn't finally get Pokemon Legends Arceus. Finally got a Switch, Digimon Survive, and Legends Arceus. Yes, he got a Switch, the OLED version, which is what I was saying earlier. He opened it at the school too, by the way. Yes, and he he got the Switch, Digimon Survive, and Pokemon Legends Arceus. I don't think he's played Digimon Survive yet, um, but we'll find out next week on Dragon Ball Z. Next time on Game of Pan Z, will Junior finally complete his climb to Silver 1? Will it's Silver 4, you fucking... <laughs> just put me out of my misery. <laughs> it's going to be a climb of, can Junior finally win a match as a truck? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we can do the whole spoiler casting next week. <laughs> Join ah, yes. us next time on Game of Pansy, where we get spoiler casting next week. Will Junior finally get into Silver? <laughs> Will Coltis finally stop shit talking Junior when he plays Yumi? Probably it, not. Next know. week, we'll specifically do the spoiler cast instead of talking about what we've been playing, yeah? Why don't we all just watch it? We could we could just watch it all together. It's just I, I can't stream it myself because it's shit. We would be late, four weeks late on this subject, yes. No, well, see, next time. Most of the time when people do spoiler casts, they wait until they give people like a month to catch, you know, to, to do it. And so we can all basically discuss it together. It's what it is. And it's specifically called spoiler cast. So people that haven't watched it could, and that don't want to be spoiled, they know it's a spoiler. So yeah. So we just basically want to talk about it, see what we our thoughts are and stuff like that. But we can include spoilers. So anyways, guys, so that's all the time we got today. Uh, thank you for all our listeners that have been with us for the past couple of weeks. Appreciate it. And I'm pretty sure you guys have been telling your friends because we've been seeing our uh, listener count grow pretty, pretty decent, decently at a steady rate. Um, and I killed it. Yes, um, we're going to be canceled, um, obviously. But we'll see you guys next. 
we'll see you guys next episode we'll not see you guys we will um talk to you guys we'll talk to you guys next episode minus two people next episode it's gonna be our 10th episode guys i'm excited for it um, you may you may take off your gamer pants. thank you junior and with that guys or keep good night because it's or good morning cool. whatever it is in your time yes. bye bye insert brian by here make it a ghost sound bye Hey everyone, Eno here. I just wanted to take a moment to thank all of you guys for listening to our little show and sticking with us week after week. It means a lot to us here at Gamer Pants. It really, really does. If you'd like to help our show grow, please do so by leaving a review or rating wherever you're listening. We've had amazing support from you guys, and we'd love to keep providing you guys with our wonderful little burning trash pile of a podcast. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can do so at Gamer Pants Pod on twitter and instagram if you'd like to drop us an email with some feedback or maybe just to yell at us for something mitsuki said feel free to do so at gamerpantspod at gmail.com again guys thank you all for your continued support and until next time keep those gamer pants on don't listen to junior sandwiches